0: Hey, Chloe, is social media good for us? That's a fantastic question. Let's dig into that. Politics, culture, faith, and so much more. Listen to Fact of Life with Chloe Knoller and Mattingly Watson on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. To our episode of Summer Snippets. We're so glad that you've joined us for our short little answering questions that followers have asked us. um, As our summer series, you know, as we've mentioned before, we're not on campus right now. Actually, well, we are because we're recording this, but it is actually April 6th. And Hopefully when you're this. listening
1: to this we are in the glorious warmth yes. of summer.
0: Oh, I do. It was hope so. so warm today though. No, it felt so we had so a tornado good. watch and everything was phenomenal. the like, sky was, like, was, was blue exciting. and it was
1: cl- like white clouds when no, no, like, we no, were No, fine. for
0: sure, like it was totally great but there was a watch and it was great. I enjoyed it. I'm from Washington state and we don't really get those. I think the most that we've had is a funnel cloud and it was like everyone was like, "It's a funnel cloud." And I was like, "Dude, that's so cool." um i like tornadoes i mean i'm I, I mean i shouldn't say that i guess i'm sorry for the people it affects and it's actually they're really devastating but i've always wanted to see one so maybe if it just wants to pop up in the middle of the wilderness somewhere i would love to see it anyways today we're talking about social media yeah <laughs> so, let's just transition to that super duper quick um thank you for for dealing with our little banter here but it's a that, That's summertime why it's, ti- it's time for fun in the sun that's right you know maybe this is
1: just you're entertaining road trip like material as you that's drive right. to the beach right. I w- hope I'm there with you driving to the beach that's right which I will Hopefully be doing go in May
0: or gonna be going to the pool oh. maybe you can post on Instagram about it oh, oh wait
1: speaking that's what we're talking about today. Instagram
0: <sighs> Wow, what a
1: great transition, Chloe. Thanks. So, social media. Did you know a 2018 Pew Research study survey of nearly 750 13 to 17-year-olds found that 45% are online almost constantly. Wow. And 97% use a social media platform such as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or Snapchat. And just a reminder that is a 2018 research study, so who even knows what it is now yeah, like in no 2023. With TikTok and everything. Like I would love to see that if they were on almost constantly before TikTok was around. Someone be with us, because oh, I guess the Lord be with us, <laughs> um, not just anyone. Like we need the Lord for this one,
0: we really do. We Man. need we
1: need him for everything. Just just to clarify,
0: but you know. amen. But you know, I just think this is a really, a really prevalent topic right now. Social media is so mm-hmm. pervasive, and like we just said, almost ninety seven percent of of thirteen to seventeen year olds are constantly online and use. Um, and 97% of them um, use a social media platform such as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or Snapchat. Mm. I mean, myself personally, I use Instagram and Snapchat. Those You're are my are not two a 13 to 17 year old. You're so right. I am not that in that age You that are anymore. 19. I am.
1: Isn't that crazy? When we started this, we were both 18.
0: Oh my goodness, little babies.
1: We are growing so fast.
0: Anyways. We're going to be 20 in a couple months. That's oh. so true. I turned 20 this year. That's that so is weird. so weird. I'm sorry to remind my parents of that because I know that's listen. true. I know. But, Our lovely parents. But this is something that's so real. And I know a lot of um, recent legislation has been going around. A lot of debates in um, Congress and, uh, you know, the Senate and the House have been talking about even whether we should ban. Even in my home state Arkansas. Well, Yeah, but yeah. And Who even would, oh, in Tennessee. Maybe something will be passed
1: by the time this episode comes out. Maybe so. If it has, the Lord, let us know. Yeah, truly. I, I mean, know, I'm sure we'll know about it too. But Wait, the banning TikTok is so... Oh, prevalent. we're talking about banning TikTok? Yeah, sometimes. Oh, about. I was talking about social media in general. No, I'm just talking about banning TikTok. Oh, yeah, that is important. interesting. Uh, guys, I will let you know, at one point in my life, I had TikTok. But I deleted it over spring break.
0: That's really good. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I also had it at one point in my life.
1: And I deleted it within a week. It is kind of addicting. I'm not going to lie. I do miss it sometimes because it was so entertaining. But I am making the decision to do what I think is right, even when it's hard.
0: But sorry, right. yeah,
1: I totally misunderstood what you, where you were going with that, Chloe. No, yeah, yeah. I was referencing um, some places. Actually, one of the first places I've actually seen someone saying like I'm gonna like do something about this is in my home state of Arkansas. Um, my our governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders is looking to potentially pass legislation that requires social media companies to have to require parental consent for children under the age of 18 so for minors to Mm -hmm. start to have a social media account
0: honestly i think Um, that's so huge i mean there's a whole nother um like argument with this about the sexual predators on on social media and the the traps that people can get Mm -hmm. into um if you're not paying attention and just like the stalking and the creepy things that happen i mean social media is a very scary place Mm -hmm. and i there's not much accountability there's no accountability literally i mean if we're thinking Mm -hmm. about this um you know there have been the the senate investigations of mark zuckerberg and facebook and you know i mean there's just some scary stuff going on with social media especially Mm -hmm. regarding tiktok but it's
1: interesting because i feel like there is such a fine line between regulating it while also mm -hmm. not having government overreach because obviously we don't want to have government overreach but we also don't want you know these things just go wild and so that's one thing that i've honestly struggled with like in relation to the government i, I think banning tiktok is a whole other issue that's a that's whole a like foreign a foreign, that's a foreign issue, foreign for issue. Sure. but like as far as like the parental consent thing and things like that i don't necessarily think that parental consent is wrong but i'm i'm gonna be honest i'm still trying to figure out how i feel in regards to the government mm-hmm. making companies regulate that um yeah I mean, and I don't it, know. I, I I truly don't know how I feel on that, yet. and that is okay, guys. You do not have to know how you feel on a matter as soon as it comes out. As yeah. long as you're trying, as long as you're uh, trying to figure that out, you know.
0: Yeah. But well, it, it is such
1: a fine line. It, I feel like. It really like. is. I and mean, it, I hate a, that
0: it is, but it is. It's a First Amendment issue, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we need to figure out is this is this going against free speech? But mm-hmm. also, like, where that argument gets overused, and and where we need to think about this, like, you know, I mean, and it takes me back to. Uh, you know the the uh, post-war days um, after the Civil War when you had you know these Titans like Carnegie Rockefeller Vanderbilt um, th- these guys that were over like were not monopolizing the steel the oil the railroads they were like the Titans of the United States and uh, the government did a ton to combat the these monopolies so that this couldn't happen again there's the antitrust funds and things like that. Um, but you know, it was, it's just this interesting idea. Like at what point does the government exercise too much overreach mm-hmm. and where is it personal responsibility? Like I see what Sarah's trying to do with those parental consent laws, but I'm not mm-hmm. sure that that's the government's role. I, mm-hmm. you know, when we, we say, we talk about TikTok, that's a whole different thing because it's a matter of foreign security mm-hmm. or, or and it, it's what it's
1: doing there <laughs> is. That's not a U.S. company, you know. Like close, said, it's foreign security, yeah. and it's specifically saying, "Hey, we're gonna ban this in our country for national security reasons." Yeah. Um,
0: but just thinking about, you know, the the Instagram and everything like that, there are legitimate concerns to the use of this. And I mean, there's there's these legitimate things that it affects the youth. Mm-hmm. It it contributes to depression and anxiety and these these su- suicidal thoughts. And mm-hmm. it's very individualistic, which we've talked about a ton. One thing I thought was really interesting is in researching
1: for this, you know, when we got the request to do this episode, I was like, yes, like a great idea. Let's research into it. And I found this article by the Mayo Clinic and it listed some benefits and harms of it. And I'm just going to like kind of show you some highlights of those real quick. Because I thought I just I found it so interesting. Some of the benefits it listed were like it allows teens to create online identities, communicate with others, build social networks. Um, it helps them provide valuable valuable support, especially those who experience exclusion or disabilities, chronic illnesses. Um, exposes teens to current events, allows them to interact across geographic barriers teaches them about a variety of subjects, including healthy behaviors, because definitely staring at your phone all day is a healthy behavior. Um, social media that's humorous or distracting or provides a meaningful connection to peers in a wide social network might even help teens avoid depression. Um, so those were just some of the benefits of it. But one of the things, and like those, that that's basically what they listed as the benefits. And I think it's really interesting to take into account when you look at what they listed as the harms for it, because as mm-hmm. you'll see, once we kind of look at the harms, is they actually listed listed some statistics with the harms, but not so much with the benefits. And I I just even like scanning these benefits really quickly says it might it might even help teens avoid depression. I feel like since social media has become prevalent, and I do I'm sorry I do not have a stat on this right off the top of my head, but I know I've seen some before. But I just I see some correlation. Maybe not uh, just between social media becoming prevalent and depression rates in teens rising up. And it may not be a direct it's, causation, it's a cause, but it is definitely a contribution to it. I'm sure there are other factors, but it's. Yeah, so I, big.
0: I've, I've done research on this, and I, yeah, I don't have the stats on top of my head, but that's, yeah, it definitely is. Well,
1: especially when you look at some of the first harms they list, mm-hmm. it says distracting them, disrupting their sleep, exposing them to bullying, rumor spreading, unrealistic views of other people's lives and peer pressure. How can bullying, rumor spreading, and unrealistic views of other people's lives and peer pressure help teens avoid depression?
0: It, it, it doesn't. And it, it, it increases it tenfold. Um, mm-hmm. a, a 2019 study of more than 6,500 12 to 15-year-olds in the U.S. found that those who spent... 12 to 15-year-olds have social media? It's so sad. I um, was not allowed. Yeah. Uh, they found that those in the U.S. Uh, they, who, who spend more than three hours a day using social media might be at heightened risk for mental health problems. Another 2019 study of more than 12,000 13 to 16-year-olds in England found that using social media more than three times a day predicted poor mental health and well-being in teens. You know and i just i like from my own personal experience like i mentioned i do have instagram and i do have snapchat i have reasons for both um instagram is a platform that i use to speak on issues that i that i see in the world it's it's one of the ways i can you know spread truth i feel like and um it also is a way for me to stay connected to my friends back home that i don't get to see very often um and just kind of stay in touch with their lives however i don't know i i have more to say on that in a little bit too Um, i have snapchat because my brothers are on it and that is how that is literally like the reason i have snapchat is because i can snap alex and tanner and i love it and it keeps me in contact with them because tanner's in foreign countries and you know alex does lots of fun things and i love to see their pictures so you know i mean i have reasons for it but i do know that like it can be so easy to get sucked into like a little hole of like instagram reels you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like you just scroll and yeah sometimes i'll get on my phone and chloe will chloe will have sent me 20 about baby hedgehogs <laughs> dude i'm kidding you not we're like Whoa. baby ducks i'm not even kidding otters you.
1: she is obsessed with I otters am. guys
0: and dude my feed is
1: literally just baby animals someone guys if you design us um a t-shirt that has that somehow incorporates otters into our podcast we I will, will forever make them
0: you will like be on our podcast you like we will give you a shout out and make the t-shirts and post pictures of us wearing them yeah i know for sure it has to be
1: like good though yeah no you can't just put an otter on a t-shirt like it has to somehow incorporate our podcast yeah
0: yeah Um. but you know it, it can be really easy like especially when you've had a really long day of exams and homework it's just like man i need to like let my mind zone out but is that really the best thing for your mind it's it's not it's not conducive and i know like There are some moments where I've had to delete Instagram myself, like to just take Mm -hmm. a step back and say, whoa, I'm spending either too much time on this or this is not good for me right now or it's distracting me right now and I have to focus on exams. And I can't let this be just an outlet for procrastination. You know, Mm -hmm. you need to be um, on top of it. So I think that using social media, you need to be using it meaningfully and also have boundaries. I think if you're going to be using it, you need to have boundaries set. And, you know, Fact of Life is also on Instagram. And so It's, you know, yet another reason why we're on. But, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think there are definitely pros and cons to it. And even looking at the Mayo Clinic's benefits and harms that it lists, I don't even necessarily disagree with the benefits they listed. No, for sure. But I think when it comes down to it is when we're looking at these studies, we have – these are so, like, 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds. And, you know, one of the studies was 12 to 15, one was 13 to 16. But looking at these, it's like these – poor children i don't think are able to understand the negative the harms that can come from it when you don't understand what harms are in your way Mm -hmm. you can't avoid them it's like wandering in a room that is pitch black and there's stumbling blocks in your way and you're going to trip over them again again because you can't see them
0: it It, it reminds uh, me of like on food labels there are regulations right that, I mean, and I don't know how great these are nowadays. I mean, I know there's horrible things in our food that we don't even realize. But, you know. So true. Uh, the, the theory behind labels. We could do an episode on that. We really should. I have a, I have a guess for that idea, too. But the, the theory behind a label on a package of food is to let you know what's in it. What the benefits are. I drink a ton of kombucha, okay? Kombucha is my number one favorite drink besides she coffee. She even makes it. I do make kombucha. In fact, I she's, will make it tonight. She's currently drinking
1: some kombucha I she really made. I
0: am. It's delicious, but there is... I Ask mean, the dishes. There is a very... <laughs> Sorry. What? It's delicious. Ask, Ask the, the dishes. dishes. They can sing. They can dance. After like, all, mis- from this is Like from Beauty and, the, and the Beast. Yeah. yeah oh,
1: I'm like so. letting them know because they made like... Maybe they don't know what we're talking about and they I think hope we're that's weird. That's not true
0: because it's a classic. Anyways. <laughs> no, but on the labels on the kombucha say this has a, I mean, extremely minor alcoholic content. Um, they, they warn that for women who are pregnant and it's just as a warning like hey this is a this is a potential danger you know kombucha is fantastic for you lots of probiotics there's lots of benefits to it but and obviously you
1: don't get like Drop dead like it's not like a drunk. Th- you're not no, getting drunk. You'd have Chloe's to drink, not like getting drunk every night, Eight guys. kombucha. She's not creating a secret yeah. alcohol ring in math
0: I also like you would have to drink eight quarts of kombucha to get the. Effect I love how she
1: knows the exact quart. I do
0: because people blame me all the time, and I'm like, bruh. There's literally stats on that. So, anyways, <laughs> moving on. She's not breaking any laws, guys. <laughs> no, I'm not. She's not underage
1: drinking. We have it here on air.
0: This question though prompted. It reminded me of one of my favorite artists, one of my favorite songs. Cody Fry is a phenomenal. Cody
1: Fry. Um, I uh, actually don't know a single song Cody Fry
0: has. What? I just hear you talk
1: about Cody Fry all the time.
0: It's, he's phenomenal. There's a song he writes called Pictures of Mountains, and it's just this, this gorgeous song. The lyrics in this are really, grab your attention. I, I, I just love how he sings. I'm just going to read a couple of them. He says, I sit in my car outside restaurants and bars reading about what's inside. I look up opinions about news and religion so I don't have to make my own mind. Mm. I should call my friends, but I read their posts instead. Wow. Like dancing a waltz with no partner. Mood. Nobody's holding your hand. Like singing duets as a solo. The harmony's just in your head. I'm singing this in my head. <laughs> it's, almost <laughs> as if, it's almost as if I have been everywhere. Almost tasting the food, almost breathing the air. But nobody's heart ever pounded from the feeling of being surrounded by pictures of mountains. Mm. I I just oh, it's so beautiful and it's really potent. I just it's so true. He, he he even goes on to say he said people are messy, life can get heavy. It's easier to keep it online, like checking the weather to see if it's better instead of just going outside. Um everyone's right here on my phone, so why do I still feel so alone? I just think it's so beautiful. So often we just look something up and my my favorite thing that he wrote in that was about the friends like I should call my friends but I could read their posts instead and I you know even for myself my one of my dearest friends is in um, California at the master's university love her so much and it's like it's super easy for me to just like read what she posts or see that also we're, we're very good at staying in contact but we use instagram to stay in contact one of the things we do is send each other memes back and forth constantly like everything we see we're like oh, this is so funny and like back in high school that was such a hallmark of our relationship and like those quotes that we we got from those videos would bleed over into our every it was hysterical we'd have a lot of inside jokes it was great it really like it was it was conducive like it, it was just fun for our friendship and you know i think that's also fun like I mean, I even do that with Maddie Grace. Like there are videos we see and then it becomes an inside joke, you know, and, and it's it's fun to laugh out. But they're usually either political
1: or of small animals.
0: So true. Um, but it's also easy to just look at those things and say, oh, yeah, she's doing this. That's super awesome. Love that for her. You know, don't need to call her because I just saw that's what's going on. But instead, that is not, you know, helping you communicate with others and build social networks. It's instead you know, hurting that we're not having that that connection that we could otherwise have on, you know, FaceTime or something. Mm-hmm. And it, it I just think we've we've talked about stuff like this before where it, it depends. and I think it's super applicable to now. It, it depends. And I mean, I think there's a limit on how young you should go with social media. I really agree that mm-hmm. parents should exercise oversight in this. They mm-hmm. need to be deciding for their children what they need to have. But I highly discourage um, giving social media to young young children or, like, teenagers, it, it can be very detrimental, and you have to be so careful with that. But it should be a parental thing.
1: Mm-hmm. I think so many times, we, like, anyone, you know, we're given the ultimatum, is social media good or bad? And I, I truly don't believe the answer is good or bad. Um,
0: it can be very bad, but it can also it be can very be. good.
1: Yes, and I think... When social media is used to the fullest extent of what its purpose is and what it was made to do, it can be very good. And um, that's one of the things we talk about here at Hillsdale is, you know, what is the good? And I'm not going to say there's one explicit definition to that because... There is. there There is, but... I'm scared of Dr. Arn. No, I'm kidding. I'm not scared of him. But um, you know, when something is fulfilling its purpose as given to it by its creator, most of the time we're referring to that as like our divine creator. But in a circumstance, I guess it's something as small and arbitrary as social media. Um, it, it it is good, and I think when we fulfill social media to its purpose and it's being used in the correct way, it can be good. But it is very susceptible to being used for bad. And so where we may not be entirely sure on how we should regulate it, whether it should be government regulated for minors or not, it is very necessary that we are looking carefully at how we're using it. You know, look, look at yourself. Are you, do you have self-control to not let it take over your life or is that something you're very susceptible to? What are you posting with it? Are you thinking before you post? Um, what, what are you saying in other people's comment sections? And how often are you on it? These are all questions that we should be looking at. Mm-hmm. And making sure that it's not severely depriving us of other things in our lives. You know, is it, is it yeah. severely depriving you of face-to-face contact? Or is it something that's helping you keep in contact with your friends mm-hmm. across the world, across the country? Um, or your it's,
0: brother who's in another country. Oh, that's true. <laughs> at Tanner. <laughs>
1: It's just – it's ultimately, you know, that's one of the reasons why I don't think young children should have it because mm-hmm. they don't have that capability. They don't have that discernment yet yeah. to understand yeah. truly what what, what social media is doing to them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, because they're just – they're so young and they're still developing. Yeah. So we need to be so careful with it. Um, but ultimately, you know, that is the question. Is social media good or bad? And – you know, there's there's not a clear-cut answer to that. But we hope that today through our conversations that we've been able to help you kind of understand more fully what social media can do, the harms it can present, but also the benefits from it and maybe some self-reflection can be happening from this episode. It was a really great one to talk about. We've had a really great time filming these segments for you. As always, if there's something specifically, maybe you'd like us to dig a, dig a little bit more into social media or an aspect of it you'd like us to cover more, make sure to email us at factoflifepodcast.gmail.com. At Send us a message on Instagram at factoflifepodcast or even Twitter at factoflifepod. Make sure to give us a follow and some likes while you're at it. We love connecting with you guys, so make sure you reach out. Thank you so much for listening, for listening to today's episode. It was an absolute blast to talk about. And um, we hope that you have a great time wherever your summer travels may take you.
0: That's right. As always, my name is Chloe Noller, And I'm Mattingly Watson. And, and we, we approve of this message. message.